I want you to adopt this attitude of letting the sales, the marketing become fun. Because clearly you got into the coaching business. You got into the process of learning how to build and launch your course because it's something that you're passionate about. And I don't want you to get rid of that passion at all. Keep that going. Keep that strong. But kind of copy and paste, click and drag that same level of passion now over to the marketing, over to the advertising, over to the business side of things. Because as you let this part of it become fun, that's when it becomes sustainable. And as you let it become your own unique flavor, I mean, the classic question would be, what form of exercise is the most effective? And the answer is the one you'll actually do. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business when you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help coaches and course creators just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people. Not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. One of the greatest lessons that comes from the now classic book, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber, would be, first of all, the reality that you need to spend time working on your business, not just in your business. The other huge takeaway inside of that book, though, would be the fact that just because you have a skill, just because you have an ability, just because you're the technician of a specific set of circumstances doesn't necessarily mean you can hang out the shingle and now suddenly have a business. That right there is the entrepreneurial myth, because in addition to being the technician, you also need to be the entrepreneur. You also need to be the manager to make these things begin to happen. And I know I share this to a rather interesting audience because oftentimes in the coaching world or even the course creation world, we run into this sort of what's often called savior syndrome mindset, where you kind of put yourself and all your emphasis on the service, the product that you provide. And the reality is the moment you actually begin to sell it, the moment you realize that business aspect of what needs to occur, that's the moment that you actually start to create impact in people's lives. So often in coaching or counseling or even therapeutic worlds, I run into people who are rather averse to sales. And here's what I want you to realize in the shape of this week's episode, which is all about creating pre-sold clients. How great's that? The opportunity to speak to people who are already clearly sold on what you do so it doesn't require this big, heavy sales process. It requires a simple invitation to invite them to take the next step. So even before we dig in, here's the reality to understand. People lean in for education and they lean back from sales offers, which means your one and only solution to this puzzle is to communicate in such a way that people want more from you even before you make an offer. That's how you create pre-sold clients. Before we get started today, remember this quick website, jasoninfluence.com. 
Because if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you make an offer, I've created a step-by-step strategy to help you to do just that. I call it the Video Influence System. And this is your opportunity right now to discover my highly effective, entirely free, on-demand workshop at jasoninfluence.com. It's specifically for coaches and course creators who want to deliver premium value to their clients to receive premium value in return. So if you want a proven framework to boost your confidence and deliver value that inspires people to take action with you, get your free Influence Masterclass online right now at jasoninfluence.com. As we get into this concept of pre-sold clients, let me kick this off with a bit of a riddle. The riddle would be the question as to why are most businesses online? And throw into this conversation social media. Why do most businesses have a website? Why are most businesses on Facebook? And understand where I'm about to go with this dialogue is not to say that those things are not valid because they absolutely are, if not essential in our current era. Instead, the unfortunate reality becomes many of these businesses are actually online because they think they're supposed to be. And that's the end of their strategy. So think about that. They're using these platforms and just simply putting whatever comes to mind up online and and fill in the blank whatever social media platform it might be. I, nowadays, I throw websites into social media because everything, everything is social at this point. So they're putting information up there because they believe they're supposed to be, and that's the end of their strategy. Well, the formula that I'm going to be sharing with you here today is really a bit of a content marketing strategy. And I'll tell you a bit of the history behind at least what I do. Part of my backstory was working for about a dozen plus years as a professional hypnotist, working with clients for personal change, whether it was changing a series of habits, helping them to let go of behaviors they don't want to do anymore, getting rid of fears, and even at times helping people to boost their confidence to do some pretty awesome things, whether it was entrepreneurs like you or even athletes. And I discovered there was a specific challenge that I was running into. Here were people who were business owners, entrepreneurs, and they were realizing that as it is in our modern era, the key to getting found, the key to having a steady flow of clients coming in and paying the value of the service, the products that you provide, came around to the fact that, to put it simply, they had to put themselves out there. And sometimes in life, the greatest problems are the ones that we invent ourselves. And here's the scenario that I ran into a couple of times where here's the person that I worked with, and it was all this whole story as to why they had a fear of public speaking, which apparently is the number one fear. I can't claim credit to this joke. I think it actually is a Jerry Seinfeld joke that, statistically speaking, fear of public speaking is the number one fear, and fear of death is the number two fear. So based on Jerry Seinfeld's line, that means that more people would rather be in the coffin at the funeral than delivering the eulogy. I doubt that's actually true, but if that's the statistic, perhaps. So working with these people, these business owners, in terms of putting themselves out there, I'll I'll call something out. A lot of people 
who respond to what I do, subscribe to us on the podcast or even the YouTube channel or even join the hypnotic influence community. Oftentimes, these are those people who have spent upwards of four, five, six thousand dollars on info marketing courses. And yet, once they're in front of the camera, they're the deer in the headlights, terrified. There's still this block in terms of putting themselves out there. So these are those people who would come to me. And we work on that fear of public speaking. However, because we only address the emotional mind component of it, and mind you, this is now a story that's four years old because we do it better now. <laughs> what would happen is they'd get rid of the fear, then they'd be in front of the camera, and now they wouldn't know what to say. Or they'd be so excited about what they're about to do, and they'd sit down to start writing in front of the Word document or whatever, and it would be the blank screen of death. And this is where I discovered that if you had a few ethical hypnotic language hacks to embed the sales journey inside of your communication so that, again, your ideal clients are now going to want more from you, even before you make the offer, think about the changes that's going to make in your business. So this is where I discovered that getting over the fear, getting over the imposter syndrome or whatever you want to label what's been holding you back was only one piece of the puzzle. And giving people clarity in terms of how they can telegraph to their ideal audience, here's what I do, here's why you should do it with me, here's the next step, which by the way, that's sales and marketing in a very simple bullet point list there. This now creates a bit of a content marketing strategy that now people are ready to dive into. Now people can actually start to make use of in a way that actually drives the sale and at the end of the day, our ultimate goal creates impact in people's lives. And yes, then those folks become our raving fans and are happy to send more people our way. So this has all been a bit of a preamble. This has been the setup in terms of, again, creating pre-sold clients. And here on this week's episode of the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast, I'm going to share with you three principles Three strategies to have in mind so that whenever you're going on camera, whenever you're beginning to write, you kind of have the idea in terms of where to get started, where to actually put the stuff into motion and get rid of that whole scenario as to I'm posting because I should. I'm posting because I ought to. Instead, I'm posting because it's going to satisfy a specific point in my marketing communication because the reality is the better you sell what you do, the more people are going to respond and the more impact, the more lives you're going to create. And yes, that is how we make it rain. So here we go, creating pre-sold clients in three steps. And you could do this in a bit of a cycle. You could randomize it, which is kind of what I tend to do. And some of you that have been uh, following me now will start to smirk and nod and smile as you realize, oh, that's what he's been doing because, hey, let's call it out, this stuff works, so why not use it as we're teaching it? A little side note to this, by the way, I want you to adopt this attitude of letting the sales, the marketing become fun, because clearly you got into the coaching business, you got into the process of learning how to build and launch your course, because it's something that you're passionate about. And I don't want you to get rid of that passion at all. Keep that going, keep that strong but kind of copy and paste, click and drag that same level of passion now over to the marketing, over to the advertising, over to the business side of things. 
Because as you let this part of it become fun, that's when it becomes sustainable. And as you let it become your own unique flavor, I mean, the classic question would be, what form of exercise is the most effective? And the answer is the one you'll actually do. So when you understand the how and the why beneath these content marketing strategies I'm about to share with you, it simplifies a lot of our journey, takes out the guesswork, and again, helps us to drive that conversation, build rapport in advance, so they're already telling themselves the sales journey. Here we go, three steps. Step one, the goal of whatever you put out there. At the end of the day, this is where the ethical influence comes in. You want to be working to change the criteria upon which people are making decisions. Once again, you want to work in your communication to change the criteria upon which people are then making their decisions. So think about it. Perhaps you're in the personal training space. Several of our people in the influence community are a part of that. And in that world, perhaps people are thinking of how many sessions a week will I have to do? What are they going to make me buy if I have to? What will I have to subscribe to perhaps? How much is this going to be? That's the criteria that they begin with. And let's go back to the now classic example while we're in the fitness metaphor of P90X and muscle confusion. Because, you know, the reason why most people plateau on an exercise program is that the research is suggesting that because your body gets used to doing the same things on a weekly basis, it is no longer as stressful to the system and the body doesn't respond the same way. Our program, P90X, keeps your body guessing by a technology called muscle confusion, where based on the calendar, you go through this whole program and what happens now is your body's not expecting the next workout. Let me be slightly cynical. Let me be positive first. I did drop like 30 pounds doing P90X3, the, the X is for extreme, and uh, three because every workout was under 30 minutes, which means it should have been called P90X30. Um, but it was also the third one in the series. So thus P90X3, worth it, check it out. And it's now subscription-based online. There's a lot of research that backs that up. There's also a lot of research that shows progressive overload training, doing the same things on a regular basis and improving over time gets a similar result. Both can be proven depending on the research that you look at. That aside, <laughs> when you look at what they did there, they changed the criteria. From a psychological perspective, too, they actually sold compliance into a home fitness program probably better than anyone had ever did up until that point, and no wonder it had the success and continues to have the success and be a household name that it actually has. You might be in an entirely different business model, which is perfectly fine. Yet think about how can you change the criteria? And here's a formula, just as a preview in terms of what we can do together. The formula would be, ask yourself, step one, what questions are they already asking? And then step two, what questions should they be asking? And that's what you speak to in some of the content that you put out, whether it's a podcast episode, whether it's a video on a site, whether it's a blog post, whether it's something you talk about when you're on a podcast, whether it's whatever media you want to make use of. Ask yourself what questions they're already asking. Follow that up with what questions should they be asking. Educate them. People lean in for education. People lean back from sales. 
So changing the criteria of their decisions is one of those checkpoints you want to have in mind when you're putting out content. In addition to that, I've got some good friends who, uh, it's funny because there's a bit of a running gag that we have together, which is that, you know, we don't talk about objection crushers. We don't talk about objections. No, our, our prospects don't have objections. And I get the intention to this because instead, no, 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 my friends, they have concerns. So think about the difference. And this is what in hypnotic language patterns we refer to as a reframe. People have this concept of the objection as to that's why I'm not going to buy. And this is very negative tone. At the end of the day, it's a genuine concern. People are going to have questions. And this is where in our 3XC method, conversations are the currency of coaching. This is the value of bringing them into a consult and having the ability to ask the right questions at the right time to then guide to that sales process. That's what we teach inside of a high ticket phone process. So inside of clearing objections before they arise, we should perhaps edit this to be clearing concerns before they arise. And as a bit of a preview, there's two ways you can do this. Option number one is literal. You can just simply say, here's what my program can includes so that it helps you to X, Y, and Z. So maybe perhaps their concern is, let's go back to the fitness example. Maybe their concern is this person's only going to work with me for like, you know, 16 weeks. What do I do after that? And you might have inside of your program, this is why inside of Hypnotic Influence, we talk about creating hybrid programs where it's one part digital course that reinforces what they're going through, as well as real time training with you, perhaps. This is just an option. It doesn't have to be that exact model. And perfect timing for me to be talking about my fitness as my Apple Watch is now making some noise. Maybe you heard that. Maybe my Rockstar editors are tuning that sound out. Let's keep going, though, because this is fun. Clearing objections before they arise. What if after 16 weeks, then what do I do? Well, this is where, as I work with you, as a case study example, uh, I have the heart of an educator first and a trainer second, which is why you're going to get a library of videos teaching you the safety and the form of some of the most important weightlifting moves as well as educating you on the science of how to build your own program. And there's a bit of a checklist that you can look through and pick and choose the exercises you want. This way you have a benefit of uh, the outcomes long after we work together. That being said, always throw it out there because it might be money left on the table. I do have the option to continue working with me after those 16 weeks, and that is at a reduced rate. There you go. So clear objections before they arise. There might be that person who's thinking, well, what happens after this? Now you've already answered that question. Now you've already clarified that concern before they could have the objection arise. It's a classic phrase in the marketing world that sales 101, satisfy objections before they arise. I was working with someone the other day that because he's in a very high ticket space in terms of what he does, uh, he's coming in and just doing all the digital assets. And it's like a one-year contract for what he does in a very specific medical field. He actually introduces this idea, and this again came about from some of our brainstorming, that the situation was as much as the doctor's the owner of the practice, it's a high investment and maybe they want to go off and talk to their business partners. They might have some investors. Might even be the classic situation that they want to go off and talk to their spouse before signing 
a big five-figure contract. To which what he did was to say, now we've gone through this whole process together, and what I've done is I've made a quick video, only about seven or eight minutes long, that gives you the full roadmap to everything. And this is a line, excuse me, as I jokingly pat myself on the back uh, that I gave him, which would be that chances are I've been doing this longer than you have, which means I'm a slightly better salesperson at this than you are. So if you're going to be talking to your spouse or business partners, watch this video with them and then read the email. And it's going to give you the exact language that I tend to say to make that pivot. I've talked to this person. We went through the shape of my business. I think they're the key to help us grow. Do you see what happened there, by the way? Satisfy objections before they arise. The classic, I need to talk to my spouse, I need to talk to my business partner. He has now created the assets that now arm the person to have a much better conversation rather than, hey, can I give this dude on the internet $35,000? How's that going to go? <laughs> Instead, they see the value of the service. They understand why it's that basically high of a rate. And he's, again, arming them. He's clearing a pathway where those concerns, those objections are not there. To recap so far, change the criteria of their decisions, clear objections before they arise. The third one's my favorite. The third one actually reminds me of somebody who had been listening to my podcast for quite some time, and they actually responded to one of the opportunities. They sent me a message, and we got on a call. And as they joined one of my programs, that's where they got the opportunity to have a hot seat and get the specialized attention to really figure out how to best telegraph the story of their service because they were running into this issue that people were excited about the idea, but they didn't exactly see why they needed to pay her. Let's rewind because I've been doing this as I've been setting it up. The principle is roadmap the story of the path to success. Tell the story as to how people reach out to you. Tell the story as to how people discover you and then move to the next step of the journey. Also in the same category of roadmap, the story of the path to success, this is a great place to use testimonials, telling stories, telling case studies. If you're new and there's research around the kind of work that you do, that's where you can impress upon the research and be that curator of content. So in this third content strategy, start to roadmap what happens when people engage with a product, with a service, just like yours. So one more time, changing the criteria of their decisions, clearing the objections before they arise, and roadmapping the story of the path to success. Now, there's many more formulas we can apply into this content marketing strategy. And even better, it's not just a matter of telling you what to do. Sometimes it is a matter of knowing how to plug the right words in the right order at the right time. They say a picture is worth a thousand words, right? But then again, the right words at the right time could direct the exact images, pictures, and stories you want to be creating in the mind of your prospect so that now they're ready to move forward with you. And I have to tie this all together with our constant reminder that no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people. Of course, not at all. It's about ethically embedding the process inside of your communication based on the fact that, again, people lean in. To learn more. And we're a culture now that often leans back or even becomes immune to advertising. And if this is something that resonates with you, if this is something that you need help with, 
reach out to us. Check out any of the details over on the jasonlinette.com website or even head over to hypnoticinfluence.com to learn more about exactly what we help people with because you don't have to do it alone. To get the benefits of working directly with me and having a community around you to help you out, that's how you create pre-sold clients. You've been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. And hey, let's hang out. We have an incredible free community online with weekly live training events that I'd love for you to join. Your free private pass is available right now at joininfluencegroup.com. If you want exclusive access to a thriving community ready to help your business grow, this is the place for you. Because every week, you will be surrounded by coaches and course creators at the top of their game, leveling up their success with hypnotic influence for business. Join us today at joininfluencegroup.com. Dot com.